Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions uh, are answered. So today's question is going to be about women wanting to build muscle. What does a training program look like or what should it look like for women that want to build uh, muscle? So we're going to be breaking that down today and talking about that. This show, obviously, according to this question is listener driven. So uh, I sit here and answer your questions. If you have a question about health, fitness, and nutrition that you want to have answered here on the show, you can submit those questions on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman fit. You can find me uh, answering those questions on my story on Saturdays. So you'll see a question box on there that says, ask me a question every Saturday in my story. That is your green light to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. And then I will answer that question shortly uh, in the story and then in detail here on the show. So that is what's going on here today. We're going to be talking about uh, women, what they can do to uh, build muscle. All right. So if you want uh, more info on that, make sure you tune into this episode and make sure you send in your questions if you would like to have one answered here on the show. Moving on, if you're someone that wants to build a faster metabolism and you enjoy what I do here uh, on the po- on the podcast, um, I encourage you to check out the Eat More Get Leaner ebook. This is a detailed step by step guide on what you can do to improve your metabolism, making fat loss easier now and for years to come. It's also a great way to show your support for what I do here on the show. That way, I can continue doing what I love like making episodes like these and answering your questions. So you can get that ebook at pullmanfitness.com slash store. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash store. Now, if you're someone that is interested in building a faster metabolism, but you're also interested in learning more about health and fitness and nutrition in general, and you want to do that with a like-minded community, and you're also interested in what coaching and working with me may look like, you are more than welcome to join our private Facebook uh, community. So if that's an interest of yours, shoot me a message on Instagram and say, that's me, and I will send you a link to our Facebook group so you can be uh, a part of that and join that uh, with us. We can all walk together uh, towards better improvement in our health, fitness, nutrition, and overall life, really. Uh, and then lastly, if you want more free resources, uh, free guides, free articles, we have tons of stuff available for you at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. All right, today's question, let's take a look. It's from Trinity, and the question is, what is your recommendation on a workout plan for women uh, gaining muscle? Okay, so... Tons of different recommendations I can give, but one thing I want to address is um, this preconceived notion that for some reason women's training programs need to be different than men's. Uh, It's not so much different based on your gender, but it's different based on your personal needs as an individual. So we're all humans, and this applies for training programs, nutrition, whatever. We're all humans, so we have some, some common traits that apply pretty much the same for every single human being. 
However, there is a lot of individual variance from human being to human being when it comes to food intolerances, schedule, um, how much time you have to commit to what you're doing, your available equipment, all of this different stuff, tons and tons and tons of different factors. So it's very important to understand that it's not so much to do with the fact that you're a woman, but more so because you have specific individual needs that only apply to you. And that's the more important thing to focus on, um, in my opinion, as a, as a professional. Uh, and usually when you see programs and things like this that are tailored specifically for women, it's usually some sort of marketing thing. And it's not that it's bad and you need to run from it. Just know that there's nothing special about the fact that you're a woman in regards to a training program. There's something special about the fact that you had a knee injury two years ago and that affects how you squat. That's something to take into consideration. But just because you're a woman doesn't mean you, you, need, you, you need, excuse me, some sort of fancy training program. The sound principles that apply for both men and women are going to work really well as long as you figure out how to make them apply in your life. And that's going to look different for you than it will for me, than it will for your neighbor, your friend, whomever. Okay. So I just wanted to preface with that. Now, when it comes to building muscle, there are a few different things that are extremely important. Let's first go over the training program piece, and then we can dive into a little bit of the nutrition. But I want to make it brief, simple, and easy. That way you can try to apply it into your life, okay? So first things first, there are a few different things that are important when it comes to building muscle in a training program. Volume, frequency, and intensity, okay? Volume is going to be one of the biggest components that contribute to building muscle. And you can manipulate volume by increasing intensity and increasing frequency, okay? So volume is your overall weights times sets times reps. One last, one thing I want to say real quick, sorry to interrupt myself or go change subjects, is that all of this is going to seem extremely overwhelming, okay? Don't let it be overwhelming. Focus on one thing that I talk about and implement it into your life and then focus on the next thing, okay? So volume is weights times sets times reps. That's your overall volume for a given muscle group, for a given exercise, whatever it may be. Weights times sets times reps. If that volume is increasing progressively over time, you will progress. And the way that you can implement that is through progressive overload. And what that means is that you are you are progressively, slowly over time, overloading your muscles, overloading your central nervous system with strength, introducing it to a more challenging stimulus. Okay, because if you're not doing that, your muscles, your body, your central nervous system has no reason to change and adapt. So you must be implementing progressive overload, essentially just meaning slowly challenging yourself over a period of time in order to see results. And increasing your overall training volume slowly, slowly over time is a great way to do that. So again, weights times sets times reps. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to get crazy into the math and calculate everything out. You certainly can't. But an easy way to, to make sure you're increasing that without getting all crazy with your calculator and calculating everything and mapping everything out perfectly and being neurotic is just by challenging yourself every single week. Every single week, you're challenging yourself to increase the weight, increase the reps in your rep range, and so on. Okay, So um, that's the volume piece. Frequency. Let's talk about frequency. Frequency is important as well. And what I mean by that is how frequently you are training your muscle groups. Generally speaking, anywhere from one to three times a week is beneficial, okay? Depending on your history, depending on what you've been training, especially that's super important, what your previous training program has looked like. Usually what's best is what you haven't done before. And what's not good is what you've been doing for a long period of time, okay? 
So frequency is key anywhere from one to three times a week. Generally, I recommend two to three times a week per muscle group. Now, this can, this can come into, into form in your training program millions of different ways, literally. There's no wrong way to do it. You just have to find a training split that works best for you, your schedule, and allows you to train your muscle groups probably two to three times a week. That could be three full body workouts. It could be two upper body and two lower body workouts. It could be six workouts a week, hitting each muscle group twice. Um, there are tons of different ways that you can formulate it, okay? And that's the beauty of it. It gives you free reign to see what works best for you instead of shoving your needs into some cookie cutter format, okay? So take some time to figure out what can work well for you, allows you to train your muscle groups two to three times per week, okay? Now, going on to the next thing is intensity. Intensity is important as well. If you have a very low intensity, you're likely not going to build any muscle. You're not going to call yourself, call your body, excuse me, to change, grow, and adapt. So you need some sort of intensity and some sort of challenge. Now, a big um, misconception out there is that we that we should go to failure and that we should push ourselves so hard that we are failing every single set, every single um, exercise. But that's not true because the reality is, we if we're training muscle groups two to three times a week. We need to make sure that we're recovering well so we can try to increase the weight next time or at the very least increase the weight, the weight next week. Um, so we need to be able to recover. And if we're frying our central nervous system that much, every single set for every single exercise, we're not going to be doing well with that recovery piece. Our central nervous system is going to be shot. Our body is going to say, F you, I've got nothing else to give. So instead of shooting for failure, shoot for fatigue. And what I mean by that is you're stopping your set anywhere from one to two reps short of failure. So let's say you need to get eight reps in your set. That means you're using a weight that makes eight reps challenging, knowing that you could maybe do nine or 10 if you absolutely had to. So you're not failing at eight, you're struggling at eight, knowing you could do one, two, maybe three more if your life depended on it. That's how you kind of want to handle this stuff when it comes to um, your intensity in the workouts. So volume, frequency, intensity, super important. The next thing that I want to say is phasing your workouts, phasing your training program. And the better you do that, the less you're going to have to think about your volume and your frequency. And all you'll have to think about is your intensity, how much you're challenging yourself. Okay. So what I mean by phasing is structuring your program to where after one phase, you're, you're, you're bringing a new stimulus to your body and challenging it in that way. So this can look like a change in reps. It can look like a change in sets. It can look like a change in rest periods. Um, usually, if you just change your rest between sets and your reps, you will see a pretty good change. You can definitely change your sets too, but the reps and the rest are the two most important ones in my opinion. And exercises being one of the last things I would change because if you're constantly changing the exercise, you're not giving your body a long enough a good enough chance to get good at that skill and improve at that skill. So exercises you can rotate for sure. But that's one of the last things I would I would change. Every four to six weeks, maybe three to six weeks, I would change at least your rest periods and your reps. So this can look like phase one, month one for four weeks, you're doing four to six reps with two minutes rest in between sets, three to four sets. The next month after that, phase two, you're doing eight to 10 reps with 60 seconds between uh, sets, um, three to four sets. Phase three, you're doing 12 to 15 reps. Um, you could do... 45 seconds between sets, um, and then three to four sets. Tons of different ways you can do this, but as long as you're progressing in that manner over time, you're not going to have to think so much about how to manipulate the volume and all that other crap. As long as you have those things set out from the get-go, 
you're trying to increase your weight as much as you can and you're challenging yourself in each workout, the progressive overload and increase in volume will likely happen over time without you having to think about it too much. So in regards to your training program, that's what I would focus on. One last thing I want to mention to the women specifically, and this is not because inherently you're a woman and you absolutely need this because you're a woman. This is because in my years of experience, this is what women tend to neglect. Yes, it's a broad stroke. It's a blanket statement. I'm a, it's an assumption, but based on my experience, most women that I have worked with or talked to are neglecting this, and that is strength training. A majority of women do very, very high reps. They do a moderate weight that doesn't really challenge their strength too much, and they do it for the purpose of feeling a pump in their butt or whatever muscle groups, uh, muscle group they're training and for feeling the burn, Okay rather than focusing on the amount of weight that they're moving. So whenever I work with a, with a woman that, is, that has been doing this up to this point, when we introduce strength training, and what I mean by that is like two minutes in between sets, much lower rep ranges, and because the, the rep ranges are lower, like anywhere from two to four or four to six reps, the weight is obviously going to have to be higher to make that challenging. Any single time that we introduce that when they haven't done that before, they see more change than they ever have in their entire life just from that alone, okay? Now, every single need is dependent on the individual, but because in my experience, I've seen that women tend to neglect strength training, if you've done that, I highly recommend that you start doing that. If you've neglected strength training, I highly recommend you start training with heavier weight in a lower rep range with more rest in between sets because that's going to give more attention to your central nervous system. It's going to improve your metabolism, and the more your central nervous system can communicate to your muscles, the more you're going to be able to lift and move in moderate rep ranges, which is are going to allow you to build more muscle over time. So that's the training program side of things, a brief overview. Now, one other thing that's extremely important is nutrition, obviously. Now, people will say you need to be in a calorie surplus to build muscle, meaning you're eating more calories in the day than you are burning, but that's not true. You don't absolutely have to. Will it make it easier? Yes, for sure. But you can certainly build muscle eating fewer calories in the day than you are burning as well. So if your number one goal is to build muscle, you're not too concerned about gaining a little bit of excess body fat, just a tiny little bit, eating more calories than you burn in the day might be a better option. If you want to take a longer time to build that muscle, but limit the amount of body fat you could possibly gain, doing so at a maintenance or a calorie deficit might be better for you. Maintenance meaning the amount of cal- you're eating the same amount of calories that your body burns in the day, and de- uh, deficit meaning you're eating fewer calories than your body burns in the day. Now, you're never going to know exactly what those are. You can refer to a previous episode on the best calorie calculator. You're never going to know what those are perfectly, but getting a general idea might help you figure um, figure out how to make those things happen. So the calorie intake is important. But another thing that's extremely important is your protein intake. Protein helps you build and repair lean muscle tissue. Um, So if you're consuming protein on a consistent basis and reaching your goals, that is going to put your body in a much better place to build muscle over time. Generally, anywhere from 1 to 1.4 grams of protein per pound of fat-free mass is a good recommendation. Up to this point, I've been recommending like 0.6 to 1 gram of protein per pound of body weight, but the reality is it's very general, and I don't want a 350-pound obese person thinking that they need to eat 350 grams of protein in the day. So I'm trying to make it more centered around fat-free mass, so your lean body mass, 1 to 1.4 grams of protein per pound of lean body mass. That's a good range of protein to shoot for each day. If you're in a calorie deficit, the protein might need to be higher. 
if you're in a calorie surplus, protein doesn't have to be that high, but it still should be within that range, okay? Um, those are two things that are extremely, extremely important. Other things you want to consider. Fat intake, hormone function is so freaking important, especially when it comes to building muscle. So it's important that you are getting plenty of healthy fats in. Your carbohydrates, you can play with to see what allows you to perform best, recover well, um, and just feel good throughout the day as far as digestion, energy, all that stuff goes. So you can play around with those. But I really encourage you not to deplete yourself of protein, carbs, or fats, or calories at all. Another thing that I want to mention is just making sure your stress is low, your... Um, um, your sleep is really good. Those two things are going to help you get into a state where your body can prioritize building muscle uh, as well. Okay. So I hope this has helped in some way. Again, it's a lot of information. It can be overwhelming. Focus on one thing that you know for sure you need to be doing, but you're not and implement that into your life and do it consistently. Once that's a habit, focus on the next thing. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode and you know someone else that could benefit from it, share it with them. And if not, that's fine too. Spread the love. Share this show with your friends and family. Let them know that this is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is the podcast.